Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, Ryan and myself, we're talking about team and forward and we also talk about winter practice. Can you take your range session seriously and what about playing on frost greens? We're going to discuss all of that, so let's get into it. Hello Ryan. Hello Philip. How are you today? Super, super. Couldn't be better. Yeah, 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 that's good. Another that's day, good. another day spent with you is always a good day. <laughs> that's not what my wife says. No. <laughs> More mine. Um, uh, I noticed that the it's not as frozen outside at the moment, the which thaw, is great. The thaw is coming. Yeah, because yesterday we rented a range. Yeah. Oh, better. Wow. Better. That was cold. Yeah. Like I had to put on gloves. That two two gloves, that's something yeah. that needs addressed, isn't it? Yeah, but they were, you tried them on as well, big thick gloves, it was hard to hold. But they the are, gloves. they are uh, specialised footjoy golfing gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. anyone could even think of playing golf in those beyond me. Yeah, but if I didn't have them yesterday, I, I think I would have lost a finger. Well, that's true, I suppose they're okay for the range, but surely there's, there's a company out but, there that could... Do Maybe something. make a thinner version. Yeah, I've seen people wear the two, you know, the rain grips. Yeah. Two of those. Not much warmth in them, though. Not what we're after. Yeah. There, there was warmth in those gloves. You even oh, said I afterwards. Here, yeah, I would walk in them. Yeah, you were like, I'd walk in them. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't play golf I told in them. you just to get a pair of socks. Like. Yeah, no feedback. <laughs> you wouldn't be getting any, any feedback off those at all. Oh, none whatsoever. None, none. But a uh, what, what, few, few questions I wanted to bring up because... It was freezing at the range. Yeah. And obviously we were hitting balls. Like, as a pro, can you, are you taking anything from those balls? Like, are you... The range balls? Yeah, like, are you, because it's so cold and everything. Yeah, but as... Are you just as, going um, there to, to yeah. hit balls, keep keep loose, keep the swing going? You're like, you're not taking, oh, Janie, I was hitting them right today. Like, I never really it? take um, much from the range. Yeah, because as we were talking about, like my dynamic loft, my angle attack, like I am so steep. Yeah, uh, hitting off mats for me isn't a good thing at all. Mm. You know, so feedback wise and strike wise, I never strike it great in the range, especially off a mat. If I can get off grass, if there's a a grass bay at a range, yes, that most definitely yeah. I go to that. Yeah, the the. Uh, it's always a nice, you know, it's a nice range when there's yeah. a grass bay. Yeah. Oh, man. But it, yes, it makes such a difference. Oh, such a difference. But as you said, um, yeah, sure, I got you to video my swing. As long as the swing's sort of moving in somewhat the right direction and I'm happy enough. Just reps, really. Yeah. yeah. Reps. Cause, yeah, because we even, like, the ball was going nowhere because <laughs> it's so cold. And obviously range balls don't go anywhere, but, like, we just kind of just hitting them out there. And, uh, and after a little while, you're kind of like, oh, let's get rid of these balls. Like, you're yeah. start. Start messing. <laughs> so cold. Yeah. But it brings me up. The day before that, I went out for uh, around during the frost. In the on the ten- yeah on the temple yeah. greens like yeah like uh, how do you feel about playing like that? Uh, if a golf course needs temple greens, I think 
just close it is my opinion obviously there's members out there that are happy to go out and play at temporary greens maybe just to get out of the house to go for a walk to get away yeah. from the wife for a few hours to get away from the husband for a few hours um, the kids don't the, forget the kids. Oh, the kids yeah haven't reached that stage in my life yet Phil so but um, yeah maybe when the kids come I'll be running to <laughs> the temporary greens but no um <laughs> You're not getting much feedback on well, if there's frost out, it's obviously around around freezing points. So you're obviously not swinging to your full capacity. <laughs> no, it was I went out with Sam and like uh, my my goodness, it was it was hilarious. Um, like on the first hole, Sam chipped chipped this little wedge in and it just trampolined off the green it was oh they were still frozen the yeah the temporary green it was trampolining he was like wow yeah. that's going to be tough coming back it's another yeah. thing we uh, we need to talk about to maybe get Dave Behan on the head greenkeeper and Nace to talk about uh, playing golf courses when frozen because I'm sure there's a lot out there I would presume that it does harm to the course uh, I think Dave said it doesn't. It doesn't. It's yeah, yeah, the the it's the top layer. Yeah, he explained it to me one day. It's the, like the the yeah. permafrost, the under the ground stuff that that harms harms the grass, but uh, the the stuff mm. on the on the the top of the surface, the yeah, isn't too bad. But uh, well, like, what are you taking? Because like, first of all, <laughs> we were struggling to get teas in the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we got a tea in the ground, we kind of. Yeah, like if I got a tea in the ground, I'd keep it there. Like, you know, and you're trying to stay with the same hole, like the two of you for the same tea, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, is there anything to be said for being out at that? Like, is it de- detrimental to your game? Or I wouldn't say it's detrimental. I wouldn't say it's beneficial. Yeah. You're, not, you're not gaining anything. You're certainly not losing anything being ever being out on the golf course. Um, okay. But who knows? You could you could sort of learn that little seven iron chip shot, you know, from around the greens because you can't hit it in high. You could maybe take yeah. something out of the round. Who knows? But uh, putting on fairways that have been sort of cut a few mil down, I certainly yeah. wouldn't be paying any attention to miss putts. That's for sure. Yeah, like it was. Uh, it was difficult to. It was difficult to play and understand what the greens were going to do. Yeah, yeah. And it was even tricky to stand. Oh, you, you slipping? Know, with, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't fully steady. I'll tell you that. You needed the spikes <laughs> in the shoes, Phil. I, I have spikes in the shoes, yeah. but like, it, because a few people had been there before, nearly compacts. Yeah. You know, and everybody's obviously gone to the only place you can get a tea in. <laughs> you need to be careful, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's yeah. So you're not you're really not swinging to your full capacity. Like in some no. in some holes, we couldn't get the tea in. It'd be. Uh, would be four or five inches off the ground like yeah, you're in, yeah. working <laughs> on your low points Phil working on your low point yeah yeah but uh, fun nonetheless we had a fun game well that's what it's all it was, about isn't it fun yeah it was uh, it was quite difficult and that. Sam would be a big hitter like yeah <laughs> and like like easily he'd probably carry 280 290 around that range mm-hmm. and uh, he must have been like carrying 220 Oh yeah, big difference. Well, there's a big difference in the in the in the winter already. But then once you knock that temperature down another four or five degrees, yeah. Golf plus the golf ball being cold. I remember playing uh, Barton Shield one year in Castle Rock, and it was it was so cold. Like 
maybe just wind chill but playing with um, yeah. Jim Carville a good player a couple of former pro won a good few Irish championships playing Barton Shield with him and because it was so cold he always, he had two golf balls in his pocket at all really? times yeah so we'd play so it was forcing so we'd play a hole with uh, one ball and then come the next tee the, the warmer ball that he had in his pocket would come out same golf ball had to be the same golf ball same compression etc but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you know small things they got makes a big difference yeah it's mad yeah, isn't it isn't it mad. like that golf ball rolled right and freezing ground then all of a sudden you're taking one out of your pocket that's been sort of warm for 20 minutes yeah like I noticed then what I do when I travel to colder climates for like uh, shooting yep. commercials or whatever uh, the batteries don't last as long in the cold, cold weather like you'd, you'd have to bring twice the amount of batteries like yeah. for cameras and equipment yeah. like that so it has more of an effect than we actually think like I yeah. mean you just don't want to move quick exactly. in that sort of weather, you know? I always struggled in the cold with my hands because I'm quite a handsy player uh, yeah. when my hands yeah. got cold I really struggled I couldn't sort of feel the club but when I can't feel the club or the especially club head, when you're using the tin, tinner clubs and you yeah. get that oh, so, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's always a good idea to have you know the hand warmers yeah, yeah, always yeah. in the winter when you're playing golf, have the hand warmers or or mitts or you know the something. If you're pushing the I trolley, you know the, yeah. the 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 mitts that actually sit onto the trolley. Yeah, yeah. I seen a column. And yes, the guys had them the other day. Oh yeah, way ahead you of know? the game, those boys. Oh yeah, even I when it's raining, were, I you thought know, they were even couriers for, delivering parcels. Yeah, for rain as well. <laughs> Keep those hands yeah. dry. Yeah, yeah, such a difference. Prep, such a difference. Prep is key. Yeah, yeah. But when I was out there, obviously the course was very short. Yep. Made it very scoreable, though. Yes. Yeah, it did. Which brought me on to what do you think of men playing off the red tees? Now, for years they've been called the ladies' tees. Yeah, that needs to change. Do you think so? Oh, 100%. Because I like I, I'm not ashamed. No, nope. I I play after red tees sometimes. Yeah, and it's helped me score better on the golf course. Well, your scoring Ooh. clubs in the bag certainly are not going to be your six iron, your five iron, your four iron, which will be hitting into most par fours playing off the whites. But they're most definitely your wedges, which you'll get a lot more yeah. use of playing off the the forward tees. The red, we'll call it the red mm-hmm. tees in the in this pod, but we're not referring to them as ladies' tees anymore. Why do you think it has? <clears throat> why do you think there's such a stigma for males, especially, to play off? I think them it's something. When, it's something we talked about in yesterday's pod: golfers and their ego, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a massive part of the the golfing world. And as you were talking about in hitting into par threes, people not taking enough club. I always used to remember growing up more in point and maybe getting to the par threes and there was maybe a group there. And the older guys, I loved the, like some of them would have been taking five wood out and they weren't getting them within 30 yards of the green. And then the, yeah. the odd guy that would take the driver out. <laughs> I always used to respect those guys more. No one then needed driver to hit it into a 190 par three. Yeah. It's funny, I was... Um I was playing in Nice, so mm, I can't remember when it was. Yeah, but I think I, I think I actually told you about it on a seventeenth. Mm-hmm. If anybody anybody knows seventeenth in Nice, there's a water ride. You can't miss it anywhere. Yeah, and wind 
tends to be in off the right or left. It's always in off for some reason on that hole. Just the prevailing wind. Yeah, just yeah, prevailing wind. And uh, older guy, mm-hmm. but he was a good golfer and he was single figures. Yeah. He got up and hit driver there. Yeah. There you are. Because he knew, he knew his limits. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. How much more respect do you have for him? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Love to. And you know what? He put it on the green. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. You know, I, I nearly applauded him. I could have applauded him because a little, and this is where you kind of fall down a, a while ago, I was playing Millicent. Yes. Another golf club around here in the Kildare region of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it was a competition. Mm-hmm. I was playing with two of their members, two high handicappers. And we we're having a good round, lovely lads. We got to 17, and uh, 17's uh, it's like a 170 over water par tree. Yeah, uh, this time water's left. And uh, I took a seven iron, mm-hmm. hit it well, and put it at the back of the green, went a little long, and because the pin was more front. And the guys turned around and said, uh, Oh, like, what you hit there? I was like, oh, just hit a seven, like. And uh, next minute, uh, they pulled out seven irons. Mm-hmm. Two of them put it in the water. Yeah, there you are. It's an ego thing with golfers. <laughs> but then we were walking up to the green and uh, there's a little drop zone on the walk up to the green. Like, so we're walking up there and, and the other guy turned around and goes, I don't know why we hit seven iron there. We usually hit three woods here. Oh, right. <laughs> so that's the influence. Oh, they know? need to take a long, hard look at themselves, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying, the kind of point that I'm making is like it, the the difference between the mindset of the lads trying to keep up and your man who was confident on, enough to take the driver off the tee on the party. Well, the, the mindset of the guys hitting, well, if you're, if they just turned around and said you, the 17th in Millicent, you just said it's 175 yards and they normally hit three wood there. Yeah. Well, why aren't they playing off the forward tees? Yeah. Why aren't they the, playing, that's where I was playing off, playing like max yards for a par three for anyone maybe over the ages of 65 because we'll just say the average guy over that age doesn't hit it that far anymore I know there's obviously a few that are still very good players but uh, like max for a par three make that like 150 is more than yeah, enough 150, still, 160 still max. very challenging you know yeah sure look at look at the toughest one of the toughest uh, holes on course uh, Troon isn't it yeah uh, the postage stamp yeah, 120. Isn't yeah, it? that's all it has to be. Yeah, and you talked about the other day in the podcast the par tree that was only 100 yards, yeah. 114 yards. You know, it doesn't have to be long to make it tricky. Yeah. Or tough, like. And you think about the four. It shouldn't or be. The it shouldn't be these sort of massive golf courses in Ireland. They built a lot of golf courses in Ireland over the past sort of 20 years that. You know, they should be in Florida and America. That's the the climate they're Where the sort ball of travels. That's more. the climate they're built for. Yeah. Who it's was like, it? Was it like, someone was in the shop last week telling me about Harrington? Maybe it was was it Bernard or Adrian the Footjoy rep? Maybe I'm not sure who it was, but they were saying they went to Colleen Castle. Yeah. And with Harrington and so Harrington's with three other guys, and the guys automatically, you know, go to the back tee. And the first in Colleen and sort of Podrick walks two tees up. He says, 
what he's doing. He says, I presume you want to play <laughs> off the back D. He says, oh, you're more than welcome to play off there, but like I'm not playing off there. You know, that's Harrington. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. seven seven thousand seven hundred yards. Like that thing should like fantastic golf course, Killeen Castle, and good fun. Yeah. Maybe playing it once a year off those back tees, but built for a climate of thirty five degrees heat, a bit of humidity, yeah. low, low uh, humidity. Uh, maybe maybe five thousand feet higher. Also, yeah, yeah. It's why, like, yeah, that's the that's the perspective you need to have on these things. Like, yeah. um, but like, uh, I think Bryson the famously said, like that um, he learned how to go under par playing off the red tees. I think it's something that that should be implemented into sort of juvenile games, start them off those sort of juvenile tees, and until they are competent enough to shoot <clears throat> around level par, you don't go back to tees further back, because they'll just end up hitting the game, Phil. You know, it's it big, can be it, frustrating, it's, a big, yeah. it's a big jump, especially when you're still growing. You don't hit the ball that far. Like it it's a big can turn in. Like I know distance and all is uh, important yeah. to lower scores, but when golf becomes a distance game and not a scoring game, I think is where the the lines get blurred. Like yeah, well, you, they talk about a coach now and ever more so in America. The, the kids are taught now to hit it far to begin with yeah. and then they'll straighten it out instead of like we were always taught it was sort of accuracy and then as you build that up to swing it faster but it's nearly swings and roundabouts I suppose sort well, of changes like, every uh, sort of few years if you're very proficient at getting the ball in the hole yep you know lower scores mm-hmm. can you not add speed then yeah I know but as I said these guys know more a lot more than us and it's what Bernard was talking about in one of the earlier yeah. pods how important driver is so yeah yeah. Uh, it, it is like uh, I'm not taking away from how important it is but I think with Bryson and, and other players playing off the four tees the red tees mm-hmm. and learning to score better like but it does improve your score of course it does but all of a sudden you get it's, comfortable it's, instead of like say if you're off five and you're shooting five over off all the time you'll never know what it is to be level par under par all of a sudden you've got a thousand yards in this golf course and you find yourself three or four under going up 16 it's somewhere you've never been before and no matter be yeah. off the, the red tees it doesn't matter. This you're, you've entered this yeah. new sort of mindset. What, what, was the, what was the difference in the heritage when we played? Oh, like what was it? Eighteen hundred yards or something? Nearly a hundred yards. Big difference. Yeah, big difference. Hundred yards a hole, wasn't it? Yeah, like the heritage is one toughest golf courses in the country. Like, but then yeah. when you play it from the forties. It, it presents different challenges. Yeah, you know, club choices yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But like. It autumn it nearly becomes more fun, but then it, it shows you where the opportunities are. Yeah. You know, and then you can go you kinda of think to yourself, Oh, so if I get to this position of the white tees, this is how I can score. Exactly. You know, and I think that's something like people just think, Oh, it's it's shorter. Like if you take the sixth hole, mm-hmm. Like I, I, I was still like 165, 170 away from that green. Yeah. And I birdied, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not automatically about length. It's because I had to play a four iron off the tee there because driver would have been too much, you know. So it presents different opportunities, but it nearly gets you into a mindset that it's that it's easier for some reason. Yep. And it, it, it it's like it frees you up. It frees you up and it'll, it'll only... Um 
be an advantage to you if you do ever find yourself in a position someday you're having a good day okay i know how to get this in under par i was here i've done this you know yeah. just because yeah. you're off a different tee it's not going to make any difference now right you were talking about the older generation yep when see these senior events that they're doing yeah the older events do you think they should be played more forward they are it's a yeah like the Irish senior events yeah the, the tees would be no I'm talking about senior events and clubs like oh like okay like the Thursdays you know. round Nias. no I think Wednesdays Wednesdays yeah Quiga. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 the Quiga. yeah do you think they should be pushed forward to help scoring and I don't, I don't, well I doubt that? they're I doubt they're ever off the very backs no they're off the whites though they are off the whites yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, for ten, twenty percent. They're only going there for a day out because they know that they don't have really a chance of. They probably haven't shot their handicap in ten years. A few people. Mm. Well, maybe they probably do now in this new system because you can play off what fifty four if you're male now. So yeah, instead mm. of instead of the handicaps going to fifty four, why don't we just move people up a couple of tees and then you know max handicap 36 like it used to be yeah yeah, yeah. I think I do I do like that I do like that yeah and what like you know when you're putting in a general play round score yep um, on the Golf Ireland app mm-hmm. or you're in the pro shop and you're you're doing that um, wouldn't it be great now some clubs are doing it I wish others would follow suit <laughs> That you could put in a handicap counting round from the red because they still have it in the ladies function on the Golf Ireland app. It's not an option for the males to input a score off the reds. Only on some clubs that some clubs. have nearly opted in for it. So it's not um, like it's not a dig at Golf Ireland because it's obviously the clubs that have to declare these things. Yeah. But the so, Golf Ireland should probably take the initiative. They are the governing body of the handicap system in the country. And now I'm a, needed to make it sort of clear on this part. I think we've mentioned golf Ireland a few times. We're not out there to have a dig at golf Ireland. We're just, no, we're not. We're just They're talking not. about points that everyday golfers talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. Like, and, and this is the playing off the red tees is becoming more and more relevant than ever before like yeah. you, younger people are sent out there by coaches I know Bernard got, started getting me to go out play the red tees to actually lower my handicap teach me how to score better yeah. make me feel comfortable going under par and learning how to chase a score as yeah. well like how to fight back and um, like a and on YouTube you're seeing a lot of people do it like we've done challenges as well yeah. and mm-hmm. it really does that's what we're going it forward really does help. With, with this year aren't we when we're filming you're going to yeah. continue yeah. that trend yeah because it does it teaches me to score better it, yeah. it has me and puts me uh, under pressure too yeah obviously yeah mm-hmm. obviously it has benefits for you but you're, yeah. you're uh, yeah but uh, it also what, what, it, what I find it does it gets me comfortable making a large amount of birdies yeah you know um, like that day that day we played our game around the heritage it's on YouTube you made me you made five or five or six birdies that day five yeah five you know something five. that you probably hadn't done before four was my record before that there you are yeah but I nearly had seven yeah you know I nearly birdied 17 and 18 yeah you know I am um, 
yeah, it it is it is pretty 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 good doing doing that, and I I'd love to see the stigma kind of dropped, and then clubs kind of open it up so you can put handicap counting rounds in from the Reds. Yeah, well, obviously the yeah. the course rating's going to go down, so it's not as if it's going to be beneficial to you. It actually would probably harm you more going by some of the course rating stuff. Uh, this world handicap system is done on on the shorter courses. They seem to look at shorter courses and say, "Oh, this place must be very easy. Let's knock two mm. two two shots off the par." And uh, when you were when you were growing up, mm-hmm. and you were learning to shoot under par, yeah, did you did you ever play from the red tees? Mm, no, one point's very short anyway, Phil. It's only the same as the east, six one, six yeah, one yeah. off the back in the summer. It sort of it burns out, nearly plays like a link. So it's yeah. not long, yeah. bar maybe seventeen and eighteen, maybe the seventh. You've you've only got a like depending on what you hit off the tee. You've only got a mid iron into those holes, depending on the okay. wind. You know, we had a lot of wedges growing up. Tight old Irish links, tight, tight parkland trees. Ev- yeah, <laughs> trees everywhere. You learned how to hit it far. You learned how to hit it straight, and you learned how to yeah. hit into small greens. So it was it mm. was sort of beneficial growing up around warm points. Playing off the the four tees probably wouldn't have been the same as it would be say playing around the heritage. Yeah, <laughs> <The> heritage. <laughs> like I think when you play off the forties in the heritage, it turns it into like six thousand. Yeah, still. Yes, yeah, so, but then again, <laughs> yeah. like these these um these holes off the like the narrower normally holes get narrower the closer they get to the green. So you're playing off these reds, and all of a sudden that fairway that was fifty yards right at at two sixty off the tee. From yeah. the whites is now twenty yards right, two sixty yards off the tee yeah, from the reds. Like, People think it's easier, but yes, technically it's easier, but... Uh, it brings more trouble in the place, eh? Yeah, it yeah. can do. Mm-hmm. It can do. The trouble's in different places, and, and especially still, if like, you know, yeah. of course. And you're not you hitting, can be very lackadaisical yes, about it. Yes, there we are. And you're not hitting... It's not as if you're hitting wedges into the par threes. Like, the par threes are still... They've just gone yeah. from 210 to, like, 170, 160. Uh, and if you're getting them <laughs> into the wind, you're still hitting six iron. Yeah, because... Uh, I put a very embarrassing roundup online of me shooting eighty four off the red tees there because you are. I I um, me on my own yeah and I thought it was a walk in the park but it wasn't and I didn't think about the danger because I knew the course yeah. and I just got those in landing areas yeah those where you normally yeah. landed and you're fifty yards <laughs> forward now yeah like tighter. on five I was like oh I can't oh, yeah I just. <laughs> I just hit the tree. I didn't. Yeah. I I didn't account for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's like <laughs> things like that. Like so, um, it's not as easy as you think, and it, it's a it is a great learning and exercise. Plus, like, let's say you've played this how many times off the off the whites and the, what are the yeah. greens? All of a sudden, you go to the reds, and it's like literally a different golf course, isn't it? You're in positions <laughs> yeah. you'd, you'd never it been can in. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, it can be. So mix it, really it mix can. it up. Even I always like the idea of maybe going out and playing six off the very back, six off the middle tees, and six off the front. You know, just to give you that sort of extra bit of a the challenge. Difference. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and what. So what you're getting what you the, t- sorry go ahead no no uh, what, what do what what do you think of um I know you you're a great component so is Bernard of um driver being probably the most important club in your bag yeah what what do you think about like going out and uh leaving driver at home let's say 
well, if you're struggling with your irons and you want to hit more irons off the tee, yeah, absolutely. But um, is it going to do you good or bad? Do you reckon? Let's say you're going out to play the red tees. Okay, and you're going to hit irons. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to practice your irons. Does that change the course enough? No, yeah, but if you if you hit driver, you'll shoot at a lower score, on average. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just I just wanted I've to get a, you taking it because you see a lot of challenges <laughs> like that online and everything. Yeah, well, I've seen Lou. I know we mentioned him a lot. Like, the, is it beneficial? The Arcos stuff, like, he put one up last night. If he had a fairway with no hazards and no trouble, just fairway and rough. Yeah. Um, And you hit 50 shots into the fairway and 50 shots into the rough with driver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you score better doing that or hitting three wood off every tee? 15 yards back driver but hitting every single furway driver driver I, because I, I don't there uh, there there's two stats that I pay no attention to yeah and one of them is fairways hit yeah like to me it doesn't really you know mm-hmm. say much mm-hmm. um, and the other one is uh, how many puts I had yeah because if I have 18 puts or 20 puts that to me can uh, send up uh, a signal saying like you're not hitting enough greens well that's the one thing um, when I used Arcos the only sort of downfall of it is it doesn't take into account it says if you're hitting a 20 footer they're just taking that as a sort of flat 20 footer whereas if this 20 footer is breaking 5 feet yeah. Right to left downhill. It's very hard to do that. I know. That's, I don't know. That's yes. not my gripe. I I yeah. I want to do. I want to do a podcast with me you and Bernard for Arcos because yeah. we both have, like, oh, I have a serious amount of rounds playing it, and there's just kind of two or three major things that uh, I have a gripe with. Mm-hmm. But um, and so do so do you. But yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Like the fairway isn't always the best the best place. Being further down is yeah. And uh, like I think playing off the four tees nearly teaches it that as well because like let's say, let's say the second and ace like you're you're a bit forward like if you pump that thing down like you can be greenside yeah you know if you get a good drive away so you're not you're not backing out of it either like it's sort of teaching you to to shape the ball a lot more as well I'd say and fly it and yeah. fly it like if you if you think. And we're talking about Nice again, but like the first and Nice, if you're off that forward tee, instead, <laughs> of, instead of hitting your sort of like 10, 15 yard push cut cut out there, all yeah. of a sudden you're going to have to move at 30. Yeah, yeah. So Funny it's, when uh, Chris was there, when I was going out with Chris, uh, it was the tees were pretty much on the red box. Yeah, he's hitting iron. Uh-huh. He hit an iron and then I just hit it up over the tree like this like driver flop shot and he was yeah. like, What the how'd you get that up so quick? Yeah. <laughs> it's just something you learn from playing it so many times. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like and I'm not one to hit driver super high either. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? And uh but this is this is what you learn to do playing different positions. Mm-hmm. But uh I think really the stigma should be dropped. It, it does need to go about playing from the red tees and if more golf clubs can I, I think the stigma starts when golf clubs don't give access to it on the Golf Ireland app then people then automatically think it's ladies yeah you know because a club like Craddock Sound actually has it on 
the app Men's Red. Yeah. Like they're actively trying to change the perception of it. Yeah. And after being a member in Craddockstown, mm-hmm. I understand that it's an older um membership. It, it, a membership. Yeah. Um so I can see why they're changing that, but I think it should be brought in everywhere, especially as you said, which is a great point. All these big oh like big huge courses mm-hmm. that they're building, you know, in the last 20, 30 years that should be in America really, you know, playing off the Red Seas on the, on those courses is still hard, you know. Because ultimately um, once you've hit your sort of fifth or sixth three iron or three wood into a par four, you're not really gonna go back to that golf course, are you? No, you'll say it's too tough. It's too tough. You know, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun once a year, but ultimately these golf courses want to bring visitors in five, six, seven times a year. Yeah, yeah. That's why. And that's I, why. Sort of like Nice gets a lot of uh, visitors in these opens. Everyone loves it. Yeah, great yeah, order, playable. playable, great order. You can score. Yeah, tough you as can well. Beat you up pretty you can bad. Beat though. you up pretty well. Yeah, like every golf course, but it just shows you. Um, the likes of like and the shorter parkland that they're still there you know people still want to play them yeah they definitely do because there is something to them but as well like with all and here's the thing that's really getting me and maybe this is why the change is actually happening like mm-hmm. because people have a tendency and we spoke about this with Bernard like people have a tendency to believe that they hit the ball further than they do everyone does I even do yeah yeah I do like I yeah. clearly carry the ball 320 through the air yeah. you know? <laughs> clearly yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly yeah um, but uh, with all these stats and statistics from Argos, Shotscope, all these things, Trackman, we literally know now what the average golfer is hitting it. And what, what, what was the stat that somebody came out the other day? Like if you hit the ball off the tee more than 220, like you're 50% better than the average golfer, yep. longer than the average longer, golfer. Yeah. You know, so think about that on a 7,000 yard golf course mm-hmm. you know they need options like if that's the average they golf need isn't more options be much fun yeah and it's yeah. maybe maybe it is why these handicaps are going up maybe it is Ryan maybe we're uncovering a lot more than we think yeah. <laughs> but we, I think we are deep into this world handicap system rabbit hole now <laughs> and every pod it seems to come back to it and we're thinking of new things sort of to back it up and then sort of obviously the negative points as well but yeah but yeah. like the, there's a, for if the average golfer is only hitting 220 mm-hmm. or less than 220 off the tee mm-hmm. the, there's no there's no doubt that's why that's why Nace and that's why Warren Point and all these golf clubs are really popular. Yeah. Golf clubs. And and no wonder they're producing such good players because guess what? Like the dad of the person who's going to become a good golfer is probably in this golf club. Yeah. Because it's short, it's fun, you know that way. And ultimately when these these sort of all these golfers from Ireland evolve and go on to the European Tour, very few golf courses bar your sort of US Opens once a year where they're hitting driver three iron into par fours that is just launch it through the air and it's whoever wedges it the closest wins most weeks yeah or sometimes it turns into a putting comp as they say most most <laughs> of the time it's a putting comp for the guys on the, the top of the leaderboard again always yeah. say go watch the guys in the cut line <laughs> yeah they're the ones grinding it out grinding. but I think yeah I think like that's such an interesting taking of it all the data maybe it is like I'd, I'd love to see it 
I'd love to see it but across like that, the but board. Again, again, all this data we have and all the data the World Handicap System provides and Golf Ireland must have. Surely, when we're talking about this slope issue and course rating issue, there's enough data there to go out and do it properly now instead of someone just literally walking around the golf course going, yeah, oh, the slope yeah. in this course should be 142. Yeah. Or the course the, rating in this should be 69.9. With water there and bunker there. Yeah. Like, oh, this hole I is... I expect to triple this yes, hole. This hole is uh, 313 <laughs> yards. Well, clearly they'll be driving it to 80 and chipping on and holding the pot when no there's water here there's bunkers there there's 60 foot pine trees the whole way up the hole it's so true yeah it's It's actually index index one but looking on the world handicap system score differential if if you're looking like the 11th (laughs) the 11th at uh, the 11th at uh, the heritage yeah you know, it's it's short. It was only two seventy, two eighty. Yeah, off the front tee, like three hundred off the back. But yeah, so much, so much trouble everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, but it's only this distance. Like, yes. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah but uh, I've made an eight on that hole. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I've made a few myself. Oh, I tell you, I've got. <laughs> you can see it online, guys. If you want to see me, I don't like. I don't know what's going on. It was blowing. It was home. blowing thirty mile an hour that day fell will let you away with it <laughs> it wasn't my only time doing it though <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true yeah it really is distance distance doesn't make a course a lack of distance doesn't make a course easier but it makes it more playable you know and that's the overall distance of the course yeah yeah, yeah, and that's that's the takeaway. And if 50 percent of golfers aren't hitting two twenty off the tee, mm-hmm. I think it's the red that needs tees, to be. Yeah, even like if it's a red tee stigma, change the bloody colour of the tees. I know, if that's all it you is. Know? Yeah, mad. Like, why don't we put like gold tees up there? You know, then people, oh, just you know, people are attracted to gold, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or diamond tees. You know, anything felt, know. anything felt to you let you think to get more people playing off them. Yeah, because I think people would enjoy the game more. You'd yeah. see a lot more happy faces coming in, especially in the older generation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more enjoyment there is in the game, the, the better everybody is from it. Like, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. But guys, what do you think? Yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. It's a good topic. Would you really Would you be comfortable playing off the red tees? I am. Yeah. And I've put it up online. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you I want should to play, watch me, I should play the Heritage off the Red Tees and see what happens. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? And you can play yeah. off, you can play off the whites and we'll have a match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're only allowed to use a shovel. <laughs> a shovel and a volleyball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's is, the same, like I remember like playing these championships and everyone would have been given off about pin positions Junior was talking about in Royal Dublin the other day about pin positions but literally it's because you're going into these greens with a four iron how are you supposed to get at these tucked pin positions with a four yeah, iron yeah, but if that tee's yeah. moved up and all of a sudden you're hitting eight iron into that you're not noticing this pin position you know three from the not right not as much not as much yeah not as everything, much everything yeah, in golf right. sort of twines itself doesn't it but the, uh, that comes down to equipment as well like if you have a forearm that's built for distance, like a distance club or mm-hmm. a game improvement club, holding a forearm or a five iron, as many of those sets start, we found from Bernard. Yes. Holding that on the green is going to be tough. Tough, very tough. Especially the, yeah. the, the, the way they launch, the lofts on yeah. them now. 
yeah, you know, and if you find a lot, you of, have... a lot of golfers are going back into these what we're calling now retro lofts, which were the normal lofts ten years ago. They're not these yeah. jack My, things. Mine are like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. because like it offers me more control. Mm-hmm. Like I like to bring a ball in high and stop it. Exactly. You know, which I found on links very difficult the other day. Yeah, and something <laughs> that uh, and, I and think I see greens. We need to look at, and we're talked about it with your clubs. Yeah, uh, they've been yeah. there a long time now. You're much a long time. You're a uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a year. Yeah, but for most golfers, they don't come down thirteen shots in in one year, Phil. So true for a golfer true. to come down thirteen shots over his sort of career, I'd say he's changed clubs two or three times. You're still using the, the clubs that you use as an eighteen handicapper. Very true. You know, Very true. so it's something we need to look at. Maybe if there's a few golf companies out there willing to take a, a punt at Phil on his journey. Maybe. Maybe there Maybe. might be. Let's get in touch. Yeah. And we'll film, we'll film the the custom fitting process and find out. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be, wouldn't it? It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because like, your lie, yeah. you're delivering that club in a different path. You know, your lie angle could be different. Everything could yeah. be different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And like Bernard made a, a great point the other day that uh, good players adapt, um, to adapt. Yeah, and that's that's what can happen. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, because I can, I can, I can hit those, and I showed that yep. out in uh, Baltray. But like, yeah, would could could a know. new set with I'm new open. with new lie angles help? With, yeah, with I'm, I'm maybe, quite open. Like, uh, you, you'll happily admit it that you struggle with your dynamic loft. Could we get you into something maybe two degrees stronger to help that? Yeah, I'm always, like I'm always fearful of going for something stronger. Um, just it's the just, way but, I like but it's to a minute, Phil, flight the ball. But you have to sort of the numbers in the bottom of the clubs are it doesn't matter anymore. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know they're gone. Yeah, they really are, aren't they? It doesn't matter if you're hitting a seven or a five. I, w- I wish they just had degrees on them. Degrees, it doesn't even does it even matter. Just let's have a yeah, it let's actually have, doesn't. Let's have a uh, work out what you hit that. Like you see a lot of pros in on turn. I like yeah, I seen Lee Westwood's clubs yesterday. He had his actual yardages written on the bottom of his clubs. Yeah, he always has though. You yeah. know stuff like that. Yeah. Why does it matter if you hit your seven iron one sixty five or you hit it one thirty five or you hit it one ninety five? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't at all. But if you, if, you, if you have a club that you know you can hit 165, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like That's it. Because, yeah, that's the ego thing that we talked about. Ego. See you ego. Again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. But guys, if you want to see me embarrass myself off the red tees, there is a video of me on YouTube of playing off the red tees on the channel. There's a so couple. you can go have a look at that. There's a couple. There's one of me playing Ryan off the red tees as well. That, that's it. That's actually a good match. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, sure. Go watch it and enjoy it. Maybe get onto us. You can click all the links in the show notes. Get onto us on Twitter. Should you be playing off the red tees? Should you be not? Should clubs open it up to scoring for uh, Golf Ireland? Let us know on the social links below. And thanks for listening. And Ryan, thanks as always. Thanks, Phil. Bye. Bye bye bye. bye.